Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. This is the Scummy Mummies podcast. Welcome to the Scummy Mummies podcast. It's me, Helen Thorne. And it's me, Ellie Gibson. And today we are joined by Joe Middleton. And we are, Ellie, live from Bristol. We are. We're on location. We're in We're in the West Country. So you, you are Joe Middleton. I am, yeah. Great. I confirm. <laughs> Fabulous. And you are the single slummy mummy. You're a, you're a blogger star. You're a blogebrity. I uh, blogebrity. Oh, that's oh, a that's like that. Yes. <laughs> Wow. I might get a badge made up yes. that, just to wear around town. Um, <laughs> yes, that's me. I'm Slam a Single Mummy. You're an award-winning blogger, a writer, a mother of two, a lover of telly, biscuits and wine. Mm. <gasps> yes, I am. All of those things. So you, you were a real Middleton? Yep. Yeah, Kate is my sister. Oh, well. Wow. Oh, right. She's, she's <laughs> oh. But we did go to Madame Tussauds quite recently. Um, my daughter, Belle, made me take loads of pictures with her alongside Kate Middleton. And then she put them on her Instagram account and was like, just hanging out with my aunt. Like, <laughs> <laughs> tried to convince all of her friends that, yeah, we were just some kind of family do. Oh. <laughs> so you're no relation? No relation. Oh, look at Helen's little face, you see. I'm so sorry. I love the Middletons. They're yeah. lovely. <laughs> Now tell us about your family. How how is it all made up? Well, I have two daughters. Um, B is nineteen, and she is at university in London. She's just started her second year. Mm-hmm. And Belle is twelve. So at home, it's just me and Belle. She does with an edge. It's <laughs> just me and Belle. It's just me and Belle and the dancing. <laughs> And the gin. <laughs> so much gin. <laughs> so, yes, and you're a single mum, is that right? Well, yes. hence the name of the blog, obviously. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, when I started the blog, I was a single mum. And then about six months after I started it, I met somebody. And a few months into the relationship, he said, so are you going to change the name of your blog now? And I said, uh, no. Um, and so we lived together for about three and a half years. And I kind of kept him low key so that people mm. wouldn't question the branding uh and then we separated about six months ago so yeah full circle oh. so now i'm like legitimately slummy single mommy again there we go but are. it's important to stay true to the brand at least outwardly see helen and i actually uh, we shop at waitrose we feed our children <laughs> organic quinoa every day and uh, yeah we brush their teeth every two hours don't we darling that's right that's yes, right and i brush really my own hair all. at least four times a day mm. yes you yes. gotta live the brand though that's right yes. i've never been in a weatherspoons <laughs> <laughs> So what gave you the idea for the blog in the first place? 
Well, I had had a glass of wine or two, and I had recently left a job after a slightly disastrous relationship with my boss and decided that what I really wanted to do was be a freelance journalist because that would be very exciting and people would offer me trips. So not having any kind of journalistic training or experience or any kind of cash, I set up the blog as a kind of self-marketing thing, really, just Mm. as a kind of way to showcase my writing fairly oblivious to the world of mummy blogging generally and then as I got into it I kind of suddenly realized oh wow there are actually like hundreds of thousands of other people doing exactly the same thing who'd have thought (laughs) and yeah it kind of evolved from there did the blog start off by you writing just about your own personal experiences and then has evolved yeah it I think because when I started my children were that much younger Mm. I wrote a lot more about them and kind of bitched about them and said how annoying they were and told stories about annoying stuff that they'd done. And then they started reading it and kind of developing personality issues that I then thought, well, perhaps I need to not be so mean about them publicly. <laughs> so I had to tone that down a little bit. So now I write less about them and more other kind of generic parenting lifestyle type thing I am kind of glad that they were a little bit older I think because I see some of the stuff that people write about their own children Mm. you know like I was reading something quite recently and somebody was like just really actually saying that they hated being a parent and they I'm not saying like you should go the other way and have one of those twitter bios that's like I love my kids love my husband love every day is a joy (laughs) I can't bear that um yeah they're part of the Sincere Arseholes Club, I'd put them in. Yeah. We're, we're just the insincere arseholes yeah. club on this podcast. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I think it's good to have a sense of humour. I mean, I think the bottom line is I, I adore my children and I love I love being a mum, but some days it's just really shit. And it, mm. and I think the main thing is to have a good sense of humour about it and, and that you're, you're laughing about the, the crappy parts rather than actually going, yeah. my life is over, yeah. it's never getting any better. I don't know why I had to put that voice on then, but that anyway. was weird. That it was, was, yeah. it was really strange. I think it added a little something. Yeah, I liked yes, it. the drama. Something weird. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Helen does like a voice. Yeah. Funny voice, but she has promised me that even though we're in the West Country, she's not going to do. I, I think you should. I oh, want to oh. do the guest is giving you permission now. You're going to have to do it. All right, I'll have some cider. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Oh my wow. god! And Scrumpy Mummy was born. Yes, you sound like you sound like one of the Wurzels if he was raised by wolves. <laughs> Do you know who the Wurzels are? Yeah, they said I have got a combine harvester. No, they didn't. <laughs> when can I have some wine? I really want some wine. Oh, oh dear! Now that 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 moves me swiftly to the question, uh, Joe. What gets you through the day? Well, food. Yes, like genuinely, food is a big part of my life so quite often I'll be eating a meal and planning the next meal in my head already oh. do you have a do you like sort of celebrity chefs or do you have a favourite chef a favourite chef um, or, or a writer cookery writer I suppose well I was I am like a Bake Off fan yes because who isn't so Mary Berry oh yes I do She's have a Mary treasure. Berry cookbook that I've had for about 20 years <gasps> so you're, you, you've been from the get go you're not a late starter no, you're no, not no. A, a late joiner so when the Bake Off came out I was like oh my goodness and I like ran and got the book and I'm like this is, this is her this is I thought she was just some random old lady who just went 
like made tray bakes all the time but no no, no she's like <laughs> you're like you like one of those people who are like well I liked Banksy before anyone knew he was called Banksy so <laughs> now he's shit yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I officially discovered Mary Berry I think yeah, yeah, you were, yeah, you were, you were yeah. right there from the and beginning. And also, I came up with the phrase chillax. I'd just like to put that on the record. Did you? Really? Yeah. yeah. My children don't believe me. And you're me. proud of that? Yeah. Mm. Right, good, carry Absolutely. on. Absolutely. <laughs> so those are my two things. Just How did you come up with chillax? I just said it one day. I thought it was really cool. And then suddenly everyone's saying it. Oh. Um, but it was me. I said. Did it you first. put it on your blog? No, I just said it to myself. And it's psychically transmitted. Yeah. Oh, well done you. Thanks. Yeah. So, I mean, how did it all begin with your with your blogging? From the get-go, did you think, this is this is it, this is my ticket to fame, this is going to be the business plan of Probably all business plans? Next Katona, that kind of thing. <laughs> no, not at all. I just thought, if I actually write something, a newspaper editor might give me some work. Mm. That was all I was thinking. And then, like I said, I realised that it was like an actual thing and there mm. were other people blogging and there was a whole community. And then... I think really in the last couple of years, brands have become much more aware of the influence of bloggers. And mm-hmm. so that kind of commercial side of it um, has, has taken off a lot more. But no, I never imagined that it would be something that would be like recognised mm. for itself. Do you have, with the commercial aspect, do you have like sort of rules? Are there certain things you won't write about or do you have any sort of... Uh, Nestle. Right. I boycott okay. Nestle. So that's... That's probably like one of the only things I wouldn't write. For. Oh, or like I did get offered money to promote a phone sex line the other day. Oh, so wow. I said no to that one. Incessant emails from a company who are representing a website who specialise in people wanting to have affairs. That oh. did wind me up. So the blog has, has become huge. How many how many readers do you get a month? Well, not as many as I like people to think. Okay. <laughs> you so can lie. They can won't say, check. If we can say about a million. Yeah, yeah. No, cool. I'd, like maybe it's about 20,000 a month. Twitter is my thing, so I've built my Twitter following to give the false impression that my blog is much more <laughs> popular and widely read than it actually is. Because you've got over 50,000 Twitter yeah. followers. So that's my strategy, you see, because that's a visible stat. And is it, is, it, is it funny? Because, I mean, obviously you've met a lot of people and you have a lot of on-run... On-rine? Oh, dear. You have a lot of online relationships. What is it like to meet people that you feel like you really know, well, you know, very well? It's kind of awkward most of the time because I'm really not very good at faces or names. So when I meet people, most of the time I have no idea who they are, which is why I got these blue glasses so that I could be more recognisable so that if I was in a crowd, I wouldn't have to feel any pressure to recognise anyone else I could just start, uh, sit back like a princess <laughs> is that why you got that haircut Helen yes <laughs> that's because the other day I got oh, such nice. a big knot I had to cut it out of my hair <laughs> yeah what, what you're not seeing here is would you describe your, your current okay, styling so, for us please Helen <laughs> alright so the majority of my hair is is about what six eight inches but around the crown of my head where I had just a at the big, back there yeah nice. yeah about two inches yeah maybe one <laughs> inch so I had a ponytail, and then, and then just, just just this bit here, like really. a little sort of reverse mullet, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly, exactly. Just at the top of my head, right in oh. the sweet spot. Uh, yeah, I had a really big knot, and I was just too tired. I went, oh fuck it, I'll cut it out. But it was a lot bigger than I thought it was, and I mm. chopped off about twenty percent of my hair. So it's now it's, it's just like a little, pe- like a little peacock crest. Yeah. No one else has got one like this. No. Ah, <laughs> uh, 
low on wood. They'll all have one in shortage. <laughs> this it's time next The month. reverse mullet or the revullet. Yeah. <laughs> you should have seen what happened when she got a knock downstairs. That's all I say. Anyway, let's... <laughs> let's... Yeah, it's so, like a donut. So how long was... <laughs> <laughs> Um, so want... you've been doing your blog for about five years. So, yeah. so you you know what you're doing now. What advice would you give to someone who's starting out or thinking of starting a blog? I would say just do it. Just start set it up. I think people spend way too much time thinking about things. That's a recipe for disaster, right there, mm-hmm. isn't it? Yeah. Um, but you know, you can worry about styling and what you're going to say and stuff. But actually, you just need to do it. And if it turns out to be crap, you can change it as mm. you go along. You don't. Mm. You know, it doesn't have to be perfect straight away. Um, if you can write about something that you actually care about or feel passionate about, I think that always comes across mm-hmm. in your writing. Um, yeah, just go for it and just pimp yourself out wherever you can. Yeah. How do you kind of get ideas for what to write about? Because <laughs> you just sit down and because that's what I find. I find you just sit down and go right. It is time for me to have an opinion, which I shall <laughs> yeah. write down and put on the internet. <laughs> Come to me, opinion, and then nothing happens. Yeah, I do do that sometimes. I just like right. I'm going to go on the BBC website, and the story is going to arouse my passions and I will just have to write about it and but I never do that never <laughs> happens um, so quite often I'll come up with like a really brilliant idea just before I go to sleep and and I do that thing or I'll like have a piece of paper and I'll write it down and then I'll go back in the morning and it will say something like cushions exclamation oh. mark and I have no idea at all <laughs> yeah. what I was referring to and yet I'm sure it was brilliant but yeah yeah I've dreamt whole stand-up routines that had the whole audience absolutely wet themselves mm. and then woken up and there's just a post-it note with <laughs> lobster ballet <laughs> what is that and sometimes I just start you know I used to read a lot of Winnie the Pooh when I was little and he when he was making up hums he would sometimes just hum the first couple of lines and hope that the rest followed mm. so I do that quite often I just start writing and yeah. then see what happens well, that's good advice. Thank you very much, mm. Joe. That's blog chat done. That's blog chat. What have we done, Helen? We've cracked that nut, Ellie. Yes, we have. Should we Should we move to the next bit? Oh, go on then. Have you got a jingle for us? Oh. 40 things before you turn 40. Four. Oh! Did you like that? I ripped it. <laughs> yeah. I like, did you like it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was nice. So, Joe, recently um, you wrote a blog post about you want to do 40 things before you're 40. Yeah. And I, I took these from your website. You've currently got 24 on that list. Yeah, I wanted to leave some gaps, partly because I'm lazy and I couldn't think of any more, but also because I knew that other things would occur to me. Number 25 could be finish this list. That would be my <laughs> suggestion as a top tip. So, should we should we pick some of our favourite ones out of the list, Ellie? Yeah. Um, so, you've said... You'd like to tell a joke at the Edinburgh Festival. Yes. I just need to think up a funny joke. Although I was looking at the list of like the ten funniest jokes at the festival this year and I thought they were all rubbish. Uh, I like, uh, on this list, I like number eight. Solve a mystery Nancy Drew style, i.e. matching hat and gloves. Yes. Oh, do you mean like an actual violent murder? Or? Well, I attempted this one. Oh, it's not I... a violent murder. <laughs> <laughs> and you can tell me whether you think it counts or not, because I'm not sure. So they, my daughter's school, they had a murder mystery evening put on by their GCSE drama mm-hmm. um, club. And I bought myself a 1920s felt cloche hat from eBay uh, to wear, especially for the occasion. And, you know, to, but we didn't get it right. So I didn't technically solve the mystery. Ah, well, 
are you halfway okay. there? I think you're half a point, surely. Yeah. You had the hat. I think the hat counts for a lot. Yeah. Really. I think the hat is a really key part of it. Number 10, visit all the counties in England. Now, oh, I'll yeah. be honest, I don't really understand this one. <laughs> why? 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 Well, because I think we live in actually a really beautiful country and the landscape and the culture is very, it's so diverse and yet people... Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. People just go to Spain every year for their holidays and we don't really appreciate what's on our doorstep. So that sounds very grown up and sensible of me, doesn't it? Yeah, but you actually, don't mind the cold weather, that's what you're saying. I'd yeah. like to visit every county of Spain. I think <laughs> that would be nice. So if you want to see more of Joe's list, you can go to your website at... Mm-hmm. SlummySingleMummy.com That's right. But um, because you haven't made up the 40, Ellie and I thought we'd do... We'll make up some of our own okay. for you. I'm prepared to take on the challenge and add a couple. Yeah. Wear a jumpsuit. Done. Not brush your teeth for three days. Oh, definitely done that. I hate brushing my teeth. Oh, be on a game show. Oh, I'd love to do that. Oh, that's a so good there one. There we go. Keep yeah. that. What game show would you be on if you could be on oh, any game show? I don't show? know. My mum's been on Countdown and <gasps> 15 to 1. <gasps> love 15 to 1. But I, it would have to be something more frivolous because I would panic and not be able to answer any of the questions if it was something serious. Oh, I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't like it if it was, there was real money. Like, deal or no deal, I could never... Oh. I think that could ruin your life. Hold an eel. <laughs> oh. Hold an eel. Brilliant. That's yeah. going on the list. Okay, good. <laughs> Learn the art of archery. I, I've done an archery course. Oh, I've done that one. Tick. Tick. Ellie, could you do any better than hold an eel and play the <laughs> trombone? Well, I just sort of, to be honest, I um, I could only come up with five, but five things that I want to do before I'm 40 in okay. three years. Um, and some of these I sort of have probably done before, but yeah. I would like to do them again before I die. <laughs> Number one is 
have a meal in a restaurant without having to say sorry to someone. Mm. Without having to say sorry to the waiter because yep. my child has just thrown his fork on the floor or the people at the next table mm. because he's making a racket or, you know, my husband because our life is like this. Just, just, <laughs> just I would just like to have a meal where it's just very nice and all that happens is you go in, order food, eat the food, pay the bill and leave yeah. with yeah. no incidents. That is nice. Yeah, mm. that'd be good. So number two, I've got um, sleep for eight hours straight. I can't actually remember the last time I did that. No. I haven't done that for 19 years. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's reassuring. Yeah. Um, thanks. <laughs> so the next one I had was, um, so I was thinking about your counties thing. Yeah. And what I would really like to do is go to every centre parks because I love centre parks. Nice. She never stops talking about centre parks. Do you know? Well, is it, it about centre parks that you love? Oh, it's like, it's like Scandinavia but with British people. So it's like all beautiful, <laughs> piney, woodland, oh. moonlit glades. And then like, so I'm going, Darren, you left the bottle opener in the car and carrying a 24 pack of Carling Lime. I, do, I, I love that. I really like that. Yeah. So the next one, um, so I was sort of starting to run out of steam a bit probably because I've written clean under the bed. <laughs> I've lived in our house for three years and I don't think I've ever cleaned under the bed. Uh, and the next one, my final one, I have talked about this in the podcast before because it is a real genuine ambition uh, to get on the archers. Oh, oh my God. Oh. Did you enjoy visiting Ambridge on your tour of Britain's <coughs> counties? Well, Ben and I actually do play a bit of a game when we're driving through the countryside where if we drive through a village that we think looks like Ambridge she will point out where she thinks people's houses are you know she'll be like oh yeah and you know Pat and Tony live there and that's the bull and stuff so oh that's I'm do you know what I'm gonna try and play that where we live in southeast London you know (laughs) Weatherspoons I mean the bull Uh, (laughs) look there's Pat in the dairy. It's an Iceland. I mean, it could go some way to explaining why Belle finds it difficult to make friends her own age. But, you know, it's it's all good skills for grown-ups, I think. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, there we are. So those that's those are my dreams, basically. Can I um, can go I... to centre parks, do some cleaning, get on the arches? That's that's ambition, yeah. isn't it? That's a life lived. That's it, right there. Well, there you are. You've done that bit. So that's 40 under 40. So wow. it's time for a game now, I think. It Helen. is, yes. it is. Um, I, I'm, I'm a fan of your blog, uh, Joe. Um, and from all my reading, I've found out that you like biscuits and you like television. Yes. Right, so I'm going to combine your two loves in a game. So what, what brilliant. Ellie and I are going to do is we're going to sing some television theme tunes okay. while we're eating biscuits. And you <laughs> get to guess what they are. Okay. Just to be clear, in no way is this a game that we came up with on the mega bus here because Ellie <laughs> forgot to bring the recorder, just to be absolutely <laughs> You're what's very, the prize? Uh, some like, more biscuits. Okay. Yeah, um, you can you can take home any of the biscuits we don't eat. Right. So yeah. that's the, I guess that's the dramatic tension, isn't it? The longer it takes you to guess the tune, the more biscuits we'll eat, which means the uh, less biscuits you, Joe, can take home today. Because okay. <laughs> things like this at home, when my kids say, "What's the prize?" I just tend to say, "A sense of pride." Oh, I right, said that now. Oh, it makes bummer. more sense. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, easier. Okay. Right, so which 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 biscuit should I? You choose the biscuit, Joe. And are you doing Oreos, right, well, Maryland, I... or? I think Jeremy Dodger's going to be trickiest because they're going to get stickier in your mouth. Okay, aren't they? yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's go with a with a Maryland cookie. All right, just to kick right, things off. Okay, ba 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 ba
No, 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 Chim chimney. <laughs> oh, I know, I know. Ah, diagnosis murder. Correct. Oh, well done, well nice. done. Oh. Oh, yes. oh, very good. <laughs> this is not reflecting well on me. I don't think. So, okay, this is this is this is a golden oldie. Okay. okay. Right, come on here. Helen, I think, I Helen, I'm going to challenge you now, I think. I want to see two entire biscuits. Uh, uh, I mind. do have a quick story about Henry Kelly. Oh, please. Apparently, he now has so little money, he went bankrupt or something, that he does this thing called the Henry Kelly Experience. <gasps> And somebody I know was at Paddington Station and saw him there. He was greeting these people who'd paid to come and just live with him for the weekend. And he was like, come on now, come back to my house. And like, no way, I yeah. want to do it. Oh, Helen, can we do it and record it on the podcast? Yes, 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 yes. They have an experience around him. I love that. <laughs> Nothing weird about that. No. I love that. No, I it's I'm, very I'm entrepreneurial it. of him. Oh. I think it's excellent. Yeah. Mm. Go go, go for it, Henry. He's gone for gold. Friends, um, that should be on my list. Yes. <laughs> oh, yes. Let's put that on the list. Let's put it on the list. <laughs> right. Come on, Thorne. I'm going to okay, challenge you. I want to I want to see two biscuits. Well, okay. Which two ones? Four biscuits. You can choose. You can choose. <sighs> two Oreos are smaller. Dealer's choice. Okay. There we are. Okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Come on. I know you're much bigger than that. Don't dick about <laughs> I don't know where to put my tongue. Let me do it. Shove it in. Come here. Shove it in. I'm gonna I'm gonna challenge you, Thorne. I'm yeah, gonna challenge right. you. Now watch this, right? I'm gonna take a jammy dodger and an Oreo <gasps> and a Maryland cookie. This is madness. And I'm gonna put them all in my mouth at the same time the next one. Are you ready? Well, Joe, did you want to uh, raise the game by attempting a, a theme tune with five biscuits in your mouth? <laughs> she looks quite tempted. No. I do have a competitive streak. Do you? Whoa! Yeah. Do you want to go for it? it go is. for it! Do yes! She's game! She's okay. game! Now, she's choosing the biscuits well, very carefully. it's got to be the cookies, hasn't it? Because all the others are double layer. Oh. This is leaving you with very few biscuits to take home as your prize. It well, it's okay, because I'll just put these saliva-sodden cookies back in the packet. Oh, and yeah. Nice. Dry them out on a radiator and give them to Bella in their lunchbox. Well, yeah. This is amazing. This has never happened on this or probably any podcast <laughs> You better take before. a photo of her. I will, I will. Her, her, is, her bit. I'm just, I'm limbering up. All right. All right, she's so, just, uh, she's doing some facial exercises. <laughs> Ellie's done three biscuits. I'm... Well, sort of done four. You I'm... didn't eat them. <laughs> you just held them in your lips. Yeah, all right. I'm not sure. Um, I'm not feeling confident, but yeah, you can I do reckon it. if you put one in each cheek. Oh, and then okay. Not could... like a stack. Do you think? That's good. She's oh. like a 
a strange hamster. <laughs> wow, that is oh, a, that's wow, a wow, no, it's too hard. That is a great look. Excellent. Now, <laughs> now of course, can <laughs> you sing us a theme tune? <laughs> it's quite painful. <laughs> when you bite down, that's not a f- <laughs> it's not a request you often hear, is it? Just I think so wins. She's blessed. She, you've managed to eat half the biscuits. There's just an explosion of cheap cookie dough and melted chocolate. Oh, of nice. Joe. oh well done. Thank you so much mm. for, for being game. I think we've cracked that nut early. I think we have. <laughs> I've got all the cookies between my thighs. <laughs> okay, here we go with the theme tune now. Mm-hmm. Lovely guest, Joe. Extended one they had on the end of the omnibus. Mm-hmm. Should let you carry on. Oh, that oh. was wonderful. Thank you, Joe. That is wonderful. Oh. It's, I love it when the guests play along That's rather good. than just walking out. It's nice. <laughs> Surprised no one has. Oh, oh, well, I'm very sad. So we've almost come to the end of the podcast. It's oh, just time. Sad, yes. For the scummy mummy confessions. Oh, wow. Here we go. Now, would you like to kick off, Ellie? Uh, sure. Uh, my confession for this episode is that yesterday I went to Stratford uh, to discover it was Steve Hill and his son George and my son Charlie, and, and we went to the Oliver Jeffers exhibition. I don't oh, know if you're familiar I with do. the work yes. of Oliver Jeffers. Lost and all, found, all that. Yeah. Yeah. Lovely yeah. penguins, lovely little yeah. fat bodies in stripy jumpers. Very nice. The exhibition's very nice, and it's all fiberglass, uh, snow, you know, snow cones, and it's all lovely. <laughs> Um, we're just having a lovely time looking at the twinkly stars projected on the wall. And uh, then my son hit George over the head with a wooden hammer. The claw end clonked on the head. <laughs> the Oliver Jeffers <laughs> exhibition was just this scream ringing out. All the other nice children reading the lovely Oliver Jeffers books, deeply disturbed. Uh, yeah, so that was, that's, that was... Nice. I ruined... Lots of children's day out. That's my scummy mummy confession. <laughs> uh, Helen, over to you. Okay. Um, well, I took my daughter to swimming lessons the other day. And going to the swimming pool does make me have a nervous breakdown. It's the heat. It's the mm. noise. It's the wet clothes and everything. Anyway, so Matilda's having a swimming lesson. So I thought it'd be nice to take Hugo and go in the big pool and we'll swim together. But he wasn't having it. He wanted to go into the little pool. So he ran around and I tried to chase him in my bathers, looking like a a very pale, (coughs) wobbly monster. Going, come back, come back. So finally, I did the only sensible thing was to go to the cafe and buy a lollipop. And then he got it and then he's licking it and then dropped it on the floor, uh, which was slightly damp and it had a lot of feet on it. But because it was so, so important to him, I said, doesn't matter. Oh, chlorine, chlorine, chlorine yeah, sort that yeah, out. that's really Three nice. Three second rule. Yeah, so chlorine's like bleach, fine. basically. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. it. What did you call it when I said it the other day? You used to call it a veruca, <laughs> a veruca treat, or something. a veruca treat. That's right. <laughs> so that was my, that was my, that was my scummy story. Oh <laughs> yes, that's right. I'm still, I'm still eating biscuits. Just oh, why not? Now. I know. Um, I think I might have to lick the inside of an Oreo. It's quite pleasant. Um, Joe, do you have a scummy mummy confession for us? I do have a confession, but I. In- oh. If it uh, turns out to be something illegal, mm. uh, we can cut that out. Yeah? Absolutely. Mm. So to come and record the podcast <laughs> I can't wait now. <laughs> today, I just have left Belle at home to let herself in after school. Is that all right? Was she 12? She's 12. Oh, I don't know about the law fine. on this kind of thing. I'm no. always a bit hazy. You're not leaving it for the weekend. No. Just an hour. Fine. Yeah. 
So I just said, let yourself in, have a dance. You know, she loves dancing. Yeah, go nuts. Yeah. Um, Oh, and I've left her the dishes. Oh, bless. I don't know if you've seen her Facebook page. I think she's having a bit of a shindig <laughs> as we speak. Oh, well, thank you, Joe, for sharing your scumming rummy confessions. Thank you for being a wonderful guest on the podcast. Thank you very much for having me. You're now, very welcome. <laughs> thank you. Uh, now, uh, if people want to read your blog, it is slammysinglemummy.com. Mm-hmm. And on the Twitter, you are at mummyblogger. That's me, yeah. Um, thank you so much, listeners, for listening to the podcast. Please keep listening. Uh, please tell your friends if you like it, or leave us a nice review on the iTunes. We're on Twitter, at Scummy Mummies, and on Facebook, just look up Scummy Mummies Podcast. Um, if you want to email us, we're at scummymummiespodcast at gmail.com. Okay, well, thanks, everybody, for listening, and see you all soon. Until next time, bye-bye! <laughs> Yum 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 yum. Yum 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 God, my teeth is so sticky. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.